0: Welcome to The Bomar Show. We are your hosts, Josh and Sarah Bomar.
1: We hope this podcast will motivate, educate, and entertain you. Enjoy the show.
0: Welcome back to The Bomar Show. We are on episode 27, and today we are going to be doing a QA and a all about being parents for almost a year. <gasps>
1: Just over 10 months. Yes. That's pretty cool. So
0: if you're new here or if this is the first podcast you have listened to, Josh and I welcomed our baby girl Oakley into the world on August 6th of 2020. So she was a pandemic baby. I had a pandemic pregnancy. I do have podcasts on that if you are looking for that information. Great. Now everyone knows
1: what we did in quarantine.
0: No, we got pregnant <laughs> like three months before quarantine. Oh, darn um, it. <laughs> Yeah, darn it. So I put up a little Q&A on my Instagram just asking you guys essentially what, you know, you wanted to know about our first 10-ish, almost 11 months of being parents. And we're going to just kind of raw dog these. We don't know yeah, what any of I them mean, are.
1: Honestly, it's, it's one of those deals. We're first-time parents and we're fitness, I mean, crazy fitness people and business owners. So this... This will be interesting. I'm excited to see, hear what these questions are. It was uh, quite a life-changing experience, say the least.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of them. So some when Josh is talking, I'll probably be rereading questions. So we are just going to dive right on in. I'm sure this is a popular one. But what has changed in your relationship dynamic?
1: Oh, do you want me to start or do you want to start? You can start. Relationship dynamic. Well, you know... I
0: mean, we're... Well, sorry. I mean, we're no longer just husband and wife. We're no longer just Josh and Sarah.
1: Well, I, it's like, I get to fall in love with Sarah all over again in a new element. Lucky you. I know. Like I get to fall in love with her as a mother. Now, like I get to see her as a mom and see how she treats the baby. And that's exciting to me because it's Mm -hmm. like, I get to see a whole new side of you that I never got to experience before. Yeah. You know, and you look at our issues that we would run into before the kid, they really aren't important anymore because the baby is number one for our relationship. Now you're number one to me and I'm number one to you, but the baby's number one for us. Yeah. And I think, I think there's an important distinction there.
0: I also think too, it challenges you to be a better team. I don't know. We, we have a just very different background because we have been business owners and business partners since 2014. So we always kind of had that team aspect, but now I feel like it's, it's just different with the baby it's no longer just right. josh and sarah it's oh gotta bring the baby yeah it's like just, we can't just
1: go to the gym whenever we want yep, and there's film so each other much planning <laughs> there's so much planning but i am very lucky to have a wife that is a planner one of my yeah. favorite things about us dating was our first trip we took together and you scheduled the whole thing all the flights i just had to follow you to the gate and it was all done i was like wow and this what is happened
0: nice. So I, side note, this has nothing to do with the baby. So this is just a funny story. So I love planning travel. Love it. I feel like I was a travel agent in my past life. And Josh, the one time we have flown. So for example, we flew 55 times while I was pregnant. The baby has been on almost 50 planes. So we fly Since she was born. Yes. We fly a lot. And the one time, what happened? The one time you booked a flight. The one time. Okay, hang
1: on. That's not fair.
0: It is because it's. I, friend.
1: in my defense, I, it was the cheapest flight, and I thought that I was For winning. A reason. Yeah. Well, I didn't read the fine print, so you can you can lay it on me. I deserve it.
0: No, it was a red eye, and we got home to Columbus at like four in the morning. I'm like, why was this flight coming in at four in the morning? So I was like, sl- that's why there was a number one in no, red it, it, next to the flight because it said a plus a day yeah, yeah. and so we
1: had to sleep in the airport because the, the the layover was so long and i didn't read the fine print and so yeah so, it was not good so i'm and, no longer yeah. allowed to plan trips so husbands out there if you're listening to this if you never want to plan another trip
0: just plan a red eye one time pl- plan a
1: red eye where you're stuck in an airport for an entire day and there you <laughs> and, go. and then you'll never have to do it again
0: um, okay, next question. How do you guys find alone time together running multiple businesses and having a child? Honestly, there's not really a lot of alone time right now. When Yeah, there's,
1: there's really not.
0: Yeah, when the baby's asleep like she is right now, we're recording a podcast or- Working. Working, which is pretty much the majority of- our life josh is on the phone i'm doing emails vice versa cleaning the house i mean there's just a lot you know it's not like oh she's napping or sleeping oh we can go to the movies like that they can't like leave them we haven't been to the movies once we went for our anniversary in january oh right yeah we saw the wonder woman movie oh yeah in january and it's june and we love going to the. that was our thing
1: like we went at least once a week every week when we were dating
0: at least that was our thing. We didn't that have was our TV, thing. so that's been the hard part. We've went to one dinner without her, and that was when our friends were in town, and it was nice for sure. It was really, really nice. But at the same time, like you love this creature so much, and you only <laughs> get like so much time with them when they're little, and I don't want to. I, I don't any feel of like it. I've
1: I've missed out. Like There's I no want to make sure I I don't feel like I've I missed out. I love being a girl dad. Like that's super cool for me. Yeah, but. Yeah, The question, we need to answer these, you know, and I feel like we hemmed all around. I mean, we're not like, getting no. a whole lot of alone time because no. right now in our life, we're focused on growing as much as humanly possible in mm-hmm. all of our companies. Yeah. And we run quite a few different ones and some are doing better than others, but we're trying to grow them all while we're young, while we have the energy before Oakley's in school and, and we get less and less physical time. So yeah. we're, we're on a growth mission, not a, a, a quote unquote, I guess pleasure mission to I,
0: I also think too like we love going out to eat with the baby because now she's like experiencing new foods and stuff and i feel like if josh and i were just to go to dinner without her we'd be on our phones the majority of the time working so working. in reality yeah. and, and don't
1: don't take this as relationship advice because i'm not right. saying no, this is what you it's, should be doing it's unhealthy but but,
0: but yeah. no my point is that when we go out to dinner with the baby I think we're, I mean, we have to obviously pay attention to her 24-7 because she's throwing things. She's trying to get out of her high chair. So we're not on our phones when we're with her out to dinner.
1: But all you parents out there, how fun is it introducing a new food to them and getting their reaction? Good or bad, it's comical and so much fun.
0: Last night she had sea bass. Loved it.
1: Loved sea bass. And she
0: ate with chopsticks.
1: She She stopped eating. Wouldn't eat I got out the chopsticks. She seemed interested. I fed her with the chopsticks. She ate like double the food.
0: Yeah, at least had at least two to three more ounces of sea bass. Yeah, and well, sinks. that
1: sea bass got all over me this morning yep. with the most epic blowout of her career in blowouts. And of yep. course, I was holding her and so got poop means, all over me.
0: So that means if you're holding her, you get the you get the clean. Oh yeah,
1: poop in the car seat, yep. poop on our couch, yep. poop on me. It was everywhere. It's a lot of poop. The Dumb and Dumber too. There, there's shit on the wall. There's shit everywhere. That's what I was thinking the entire time. So well,
0: anyways, super fun. Non poop things. Um, This one's interesting. Cause I actually don't know the answer. Is there anything that you and Josh don't agree with when it comes to Oakley? You know, Ooh, I have one for you.
1: So I grew up on a farm, very hardcore, like discipline, a lot of chores had to follow directions. And so i feel like you and i have the same parenting style like mm-hmm. we're we're we don't call coddle, coddle her like in 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 treat her like i, I don't know the word she's
0: not in bubble wrap i mean yeah she's plays not in bubble wrap we let her
1: play in the dirt yeah, you know she ate dirt today i mean yeah she eat, put dirt in her mouth today and so neither like,
0: neither one of us were like oh.
1: oh no you know and like or she she falls in on on and, and bumps her bum you yeah. know and she starts crying we don't run over and just like grab her and like go yeah, crazy she mm. she
0: gets to explore the world on her side but yeah. so what's the answer to this question so
1: things we disagree on no. is i understand the physiology of developing taste buds and things like that so what the things and again i'm being candid this might cause a little argument between us but you like to give oakley foods that you enjoy um yeah bread bread um Love pastas bread. things she's like she's pasta well the carb-rich foods—it's a bad example, yeah. but like, or in treats, I've caught you trying to uh-uh. put in some treats in there. She's
0: had whipped cream one time, and, and that was it.
1: Well, yeah, because I threw a fit, and as a parent, so for me, I'm like, okay, she doesn't know what cake tastes like. Yeah. So why introduce that very stimulating food that's going to increase a lot of dopamine when you could give her a piece of steak or something like that? Which
0: the girl loves steak.
1: Which would do the same. So early on. We had disagreements on this because you were wanting to give her everything. I I just wanted
0: her to be able to try stuff. But we have come to the agreement on that um, with the food.
1: Right. Because I could tell you right now, parenting advice and you parents out there that have older children can probably relate to this. If you give them a lot of sweets early on, they're going to be really bad eaters. And they're going to only eat mac and cheese and chicken nuggets and, and ketchup. And that's a pretty big issue. And so it's not, again... If your kid's doing that, they're going to grow up just fine. It's not a big deal. But for us, we wanted her to have a diverse palate, but of savory foods. And so then later in life, you know, when she does start eating sweets and things like that, she's not going to hate everything else. She'll be a great eater in theory.
0: In theory. So one thing that I know Josh and I disagreed on early on with. So I poured myself into research in on sleep, bedtimes, circadian rhythm, all that stuff. How much babies should be sleeping each month. Everything is obviously an average and every baby is different. But Josh, for the longest time, fought me on putting her to bed at an early time because he thought putting her to bed later would mean she would sleep later. And we disagreed for so long until finally I think you realize if
1: you could see me right now I'm rolling my eyes because yeah. I still hate this yeah. because our whole day's done at 6 p.m. because we true. can't do anything else because she's going to bed yeah and so I'm like keep her up till nine then she'll sleep because then she gets up at 5 50 and okay and so she goes to bed at six well if we get her up at nine then she'll wake up later nope that's didn't work it
0: does not work do not think that that works maybe it works for your baby
1: try it i'm still hoping for the day that that works because
0: but now it actually works out because i feel like the first 12 hours of the day that we are awake six to six outside of naps is oakley time and then in the evening it's all the stuff that we can't do while she's asleep so i think it kind of works out
1: and in my defense you to you do mess play with her more in the mornings because I'm more of a morning worker like I wake I like to wake up get my yeah. day going get it done and you are you're the same but you do really well in the evening as well yes and and again we both work all 24 7 but I like to have my morning work time yeah, you know that's I, my productive time so
0: it actually works out because then I'll up until the first nap I'm pretty much single mom working with her now josh does make her dippy eggs in the morning she that's my thing every morning i make dippy her eggs. breakfast they have their daddy-daughter breakfast date
1: and i make her dippy eggs it's just eggs over medium yep. i cook them in butter and she loves them she goes crazy yep. over the them.
0: girl eats two eggs i i eat two eggs
1: in two the whole eggs yeah every day
0: she's crazy you gotta so, get that fat
1: in brain development
0: so the next question how do you juggle nap time and traveling i actually just finished a blog on this and i dive into hotels what you need what you should bring what you shouldn't time zone changes all that fun stuff so make sure you check that out sarah bomar can you give us the cliff notes Plan your travel around naps if you can. So, today, for example, we had to drive down to the farm, tried to have the baby up two hours prior to getting in the car. That way, while we were driving, she napped. And each time we were in the car for more than an hour, she was napping. So, that's a really good tip. And then, two, if you are flying, plan your flights around naps so that they nap on the plane. And then, When you get to your destination. So when we landed in Alaska, we landed at 7 o'clock at night. So she went to bed right away because that was her regular bedtime. And then same when we landed in Hawaii, we landed at like 5 or 6. As soon as we got to the hotel, she went to bed. And I think it only took a day for her cycle to regulate to the new time zone. So um, Are you guys
1: picking up that I married a planner? (laughs) Yeah. If I was a single dad, this would really suck because I wouldn't figure this out till she was like 15.
0: Yeah, when it didn't matter <laughs> When anymore. it
1: didn't matter. I'd figure it out when it was too late.
0: Um, do you have FOMO or friends getting to do things you can't do with a baby? Honestly, there hasn't been anything that we really haven't been able to do. I mean, we're very much homebodies. Like, I know that sounds weird because we travel so much. But, like, when we're home, we're home.
1: We love being home. Yes. Like, I don't like traveling. Honestly, like I like getting to where we're going. Like, that's fun. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to make this sound wrong, but I love being home. There's something about having a schedule, waking up in your own bed, getting into your own cupboard, getting food out that you put in there. Like, that's awesome. And so I love that and appreciate that. And, and again, if you're not home enough, then you don't appreciate the vacations, right? Right. And so for us, we travel a ton for work and we do a lot of things, which again, we're grateful for where we go. I don't want this to come across that we're not grateful, but we also love being at home. So like when we travel, we just bring the baby and we find experiences along the way.
0: Yeah, so to answer the question, which I actually don't even, oh, FOMO. I don't really think we have FOMO because we're still doing everything that we want to do. We're just doing it with a baby. So if, you know, if there's... We're not
1: going skydiving, mm, obviously. So we scale back what we're doing. Yeah,
0: and like I really wanted to hike Mount Kilimanjaro, but obviously that's not going to happen. So now when our children are old enough, we can do that with them. So I think it's just rearranging your thought process on, I'm not missing out on things because I can eventually do them in the future. You know, we haven't, we've never been clubbers or like go out people. Like we've never been to a bar in Des Moines. Like that's just not, that's just not us. And so we incorporate the baby into the things that we like to do, which is the gym. Our gym has a great daycare. We incorporate her into practicing outside when we're shooting our bows. We took her hunting one time and it was an epic failure. So (laughs) much failure. So much. But when it comes to doing the things that we enjoy, which is also work. Like when we went bull fishing. you know, Josh's mom was able to come up to the lake and get to spend time with the baby. And we do have extra helping hands as well. And so it's just rearranging and just, it's just more planning when it comes to doing things that you did previously that aren't necessarily quote unquote safe for a baby. When we went to Cedar point, my mom watched her the whole time she was walking around with her. So yeah, I don't, I personally, family helps. Yeah. I personally don't think there's anything that we're missing out on. If anything, it's way better. Um, Let's see here, here, here. How to help baby sleep while traveling goes back to my blog. Is Oakley more of a mama's girl or daddy's girl? Who is she more like?
1: Ooh, that's a good question.
0: Well, she looks like Josh copy and pasted her.
1: Well, for sure. I think as she's getting older, she's starting to look more like you. Them thank, ears are still sticking out. Thank God. I yeah. did give her her poor little cute ears. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to make sure she. Grows up knowing those ears are beautiful, ears. and I'm
0: gonna make sure she grows up knowing if she ever wants to get them pinned back, she can.
1: Oh, oh my gosh! Well, I <laughs>
0: she's so cute. <laughs> I, I love she, her ears. I hope she never wants to, but no,
1: those ears are amazing. So cute. I love them. So again, hopefully, she grows up and looks like her beautiful mom and not like her ogre dad. So. But she
0: does have very fair skin, very blonde hair, blue eyes. I mean, when I'm with my sisters who are blonde and red. Everyone thinks they're that she's their kids. I'm like, nope, mom over here.
1: Because like- <laughs> I have read him, our beard. I thought for sure yeah. we were going to have a redhead. Yeah. you know, So redheads are pretty so, prominent in my family.
0: I don't know who she's more like. I mean, she loves the outdoors. Like, I feel like she's just because Josh and I are so similar that she is just like both of us. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we married each other because we were so similar. Yeah. You know, opposites did not attract with us. We were extremely right. alike. And so that's why her characteristics are probably very similar to both of us. Now, who does she like spending more time with? I, I, think, it's I think it's down the it's middle.
0: 50-50. I mean, she gets equally as excited when she sees both of us. We, um, we both
1: have our own things we like to do with her. Yeah. Like, she loves riding on dad's shoulders.
0: Loves her dippy eggs.
1: Loves her dippy eggs or morning time. She, okay. she, if I'm in the room, she crawls over to me and climbs mm-hmm. up on my leg. Yeah. And she likes to, to bounce. We do daddy jumps where she jumps on me. Yeah. And so that's cute. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But so I th- we just each have our little things. But um, she's just the most darling thing in the world. Okay. This is a good one because it... I feel like I have PTSD from this. How did you manage balancing sleep the first few weeks? First time mom here and we are struggling. You're not alone. But just know, I know like, first of all, I hate when parents, just wait. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. But do know that it gets better it and, gets and, better
1: and by design there's god had an interesting design here right at your point at breaking is usually right whenever they make a change yes and they'll he'll, it'll just give you enough hope that, that okay they're gonna sleep through the night yeah and then it's then it, they don't again and for then a while. they
0: start teething or but it i i promise you like that's the hardest part. Your hormones are just going crazy. You're learning to take care of this new potato alien creature thing that you just gave birth to and you're not sleeping and you're so stressed that, you know, something's going to happen while they're sleeping. All these things, but I promise you it gets better. But I think I think some tips. Make sure like I know there's so much information out there in terms of podcasts and books and blogs and uh, Instagram accounts. Let's give
1: them something that they can use that we found helpful.
0: Yeah, so I on my blog, I do have all of the courses and the classes that we took on sleep. And I think those helped so much. And I also think the app Huckleberry... I'm a paying customer of that app. I would spend 20 times what it costs to be a premium member. You can get the free version. It will help so much when determining those wake windows and when the baby should probably go down for a nap. And we still use it to this day. And I'm telling you, it's always within a few minutes. If I look at that app and I'm like, Oh, she's two minutes from a nap and put her down and look at that. She's down.
1: Yeah. So the sleep schedule deal. So, what we found early on was we took turns. Yeah. We tried alternating nights.
0: That was an epic
1: failure. That was an epic failure. I feel like in theory that should have worked and I don't know why it didn't. So maybe you maybe other parents. baby number two we can. Yeah. I mean, if you guys actually have solutions to this, well, you should send them in because we could do a but podcast. A so
0: our, our situation was different because I was not able to breastfeed. Obviously, if you are strictly breastfeeding, I commend you for it because that's an insanely just unselfish thing to do you can't really take turns the mom usually just has to get up and that's the unfortunate part so dads if you if you have you know a wife that is strictly breastfeeding maybe during the day if you stay home or if, you know if you're not working or if you are at home from work offer to let mom nap for one nap and that you'll stay up with the baby and put the baby down for, you know, if that's possible. Um, I think that would just be such a huge help. Or even in the middle of the night, if you get up with mom and you say, Hey, I know it's two in the morning. Can I change the baby's diaper at least? Or can I get you water? Can I get you your phone? Do you want me to just sit up and talk with you?
1: Yeah. And again, that's hard. I mean, I got up with you pretty much Every, Every time? single time mm-hmm. I, I never let you get up by yourself, yep. which then we suffered together and I was never rested. So I understood like what you were going through yeah. and it was hard. I remember thinking like,
0: I felt like I was going to die.
1: It did. Yeah. It felt like I was like, I don't know how much longer I can handle this because I, I can't just nap during the day because that's during the working hours of calls and everything else. So we've got to get it done. We got work to do. Yep. And so it would be really, really hard. And then, right when we we're both about to go crazy, boom, she sleeps through the night. And she, and it's just. Or
0: even four hours stretch.
1: Oh my gosh. The four hour stretches were just
0: amazing. Yeah. You really, it's crazy like how much you can function on so little sleep. But
1: yeah, you learned that pretty fast. Now it's getting really easy. We've yeah. moved her out of our room. Yep. She was in our room. And our room has like a set, like two rooms in one. So it's got like this little, like, living room thing in the in our bedroom so it's kind of weird what would you even call that
0: it's like a sitting area
1: yeah (laughs) and so she moved upstairs to her bed that's what two weeks ago past week yep and so now she's upstairs she's sleeping through the night she gets up once a night i i I would say Mm -hmm. and um and so that's that's been really great and so it only took 10 months no big deal
0: yeah and i mean everyone's different but according to not acog i can't remember According to someone important, it's actually recommended, if you can, to have them in your room for at least the first six months, but ideally up to a year. It really helps prevent SIDS. So that's a whole different conversation. But she was in our room up until 10 months, and now she's in her crib and thriving. So
1: Dark rooms, guys. Um, temperatures, you know, the, if the baby's comfortable, there she or he is going to sleep longer. So... You have to have dark room. Shut off all the ambient lights that's coming in and, and doing that because that's going to mess up their circadian rhythm. There's going to do a lot of things that can keep them awake. The, you have the receptors on the outside all over your body that pick up light. And you've got to turn those off so she, the baby can produce more more melatonin. Or melatonin.
0: Yeah. Um, and then those sleep courses too. I think those are just huge. It's never too late to start either. We did them before. Oakley was here, but it's never too late to start. I know even parents of two and three and four year olds can benefit from sleep courses like that. So, next,
1: quest- and if you're a veteran parent out there and you've got stuff that you've mastered, you know, s- send it in. Give us some tips, so we can even do a podcast on it. Like tips from other parents that we thought was pretty cool ideas. You know, a, a lot of you guys, some of the and gals, some of the best things you've ever done with your life is be a parent and share share the wealth
0: stuff no one talks about birth postpartum being new parents juggling your relationship with your husband etc i don't know like i feel like i follow very open women on instagram and then obviously i've got friends all of my best friends have babies so i was able to talk to them about things but I mean, I and everyone's postpartum experience is different. But I do think that a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't share, you know, postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression. Those are things that I've touched on quite a bit, my own social media pages. Um, you know, there's just a feeling of sometimes feeling alone and feeling like you're not doing enough and feeling abandoned as a new mom. And I don't know. There's a, I feel like there's a lot, but at the same time, like there's so much talked about on social media. Like If you're following the right accounts, you really won't feel so alone, which is which is a really cool tool to have in all this these, day and age.
1: All these women are wanting to know what accounts to follow, who are some top places to so find So if them.
0: you go to my page, my Instagram, and then you just look at who I am following, you'll be able to find all of Because I do follow about a dozen like mom pages that share... Just ways to not feel so alone when it comes to hormones, when it comes to how you're feeling, when it comes to not needing to feel guilty that your house might be a little dirty and you haven't cooked a meal in a week. Like, that's fine. And
1: pay attention to the signals, guys, male or female. Those are warning signals your brain is trying to give you. Like, if you feel bad, ask yourself why. You know, don't put band aids on everything. Figure out what's causing the issues. Go get tested, get your hormones tested, figure out. Like, okay, do I feel this way because of an external reason or an internal reason? Mm-hmm. And sometimes those aren't easily distinguishable.
0: Yeah. So I I do think that if you can find the right accounts, and honestly, once you find one account, you'll be inundated with suggested accounts that are very similar. Even on TikTok, there's great mom advice and parent advice out there, or even just ways to not feel so alone i think that's really important and then be open yourself if you're wanting people to be open about their postpartum experience then you yourself need to be open about it because how else is anyone else gonna know were you going to say something not without sounding like a dirtbag. got it okay the idea of birth scares me to the point of almost not wanting kids please advise lol
1: that's a you question
0: I know, and I'm trying to answer this in the most nice way possible. There's a lot of women out there who would kill to be able to have children and have the birth experience. And I think that, like, if if you want to bring kids into this world, the birth part, I promise you, is the least scary part. The least scary keeping them alive after they've come out of you is way more scary horrifying i think as women and i think too maybe if you're not in a place to even consider having children that birth may just be like this entirely off-putting thing but once you become pregnant and you know you grow and carry this life inside of you the birth part is honestly the easy part you carried them for 10 10 months and birth takes
1: by by the time you got to giving birth, you were so ready to get the baby out of you. Oh, I
0: wasn't. I was, I loved no. being pregnant.
1: I think pregnant women have amnesia. They You're act.
0: stupid. <laughs> um, but no, like the birth part is just, it's just a drop in the bucket when it comes to parenting and even being pregnant. You are literally, I was pregnant for 41 weeks. I pushed the baby for 22 minutes. Nothing compared to now she's almost 11 months. So when you really think about like how small...
1: Okay, first of all, women go through... Your whole labor process was how long? Because it sounded like you just went through labor for 22 no, minutes.
0: No, it was awful. I was induced at 7 p.m. on Wednesday night, and then we had her at one thirty eight p.m. on a Thursday.
1: So, but when they said to start pushing, that was only 20 minutes. Yeah, Sarah has very strong abs, yeah. and so she freaking push that I would, have out like pushed, a rocket.
0: I would have pushed for three days be, because I know now like how much love like I have for this creature like I, I would literally have pushed for three months if you told me you have to push for three months I will do that because it's the best thing in the whole world so I do think your mindset sh- mindset shifts once you are in a place to even consider planning to have a baby
1: it was Birth. easy for us to make that decision yeah because we didn't have kids for five years. A lot of you probably remember this. We were married for five years. And then we got to a place, we said, okay, it's time to have kids. And boom, that's when it started.
0: That's it. Um, afraid we won't get all of our traveling done before kids. Any trips you would not recommend with kids international? Um, I mean, obviously, like, I don't recommend, you know hiking Mount Kilimanjaro with a six-week-old, but I do think that, you know, if you are safe about vaccines or shots that are needed and places that you are staying, there's a lot of safe places in the world, and I don't think a baby should limit where you're traveling. You might just have to limit some of the activities you're doing.
1: As long as you don't keep them in a bubble and you keep them exposed to dirt and, Wait, and things like...
0: their immune system? Yeah. It works?
1: By getting a biodiversity...
0: Wow, you're so smart. Well,
1: so again, you hand sanitizing your baby constantly. And you not take them into idea. If you take them into another country, you're going to have issues because yep. they're going to be exposed to different bacteria and take stuff like that. Take them to
0: daycare. Let them put rocks in their mouth. Let them get dirty. Oh, let them... <laughs>
1: not, not rocks where they're going to choke to no, death. We're going to have child them, services called on.
0: But this. let them play and be kids and be in the grass and play with flowers and splash around in the dog water. You know, that's how your immune system is naturally like kids were around on the Oregon trail, probably sleeping in hay bales. So,
1: okay. So vaccines think about how vaccines are. They're micro doses of the, the, right the, whatever the disease, disease. is, mm-hmm. right? So that's how your immune system, and then it triggers a response in your immune system. Your immune system then reacts to that to where it's strong enough to fight off the disease, And so, or the virus, it's not a disease, it'll be a virus. So you think that's how your immune system works with everything. So then if you do micro doses of exposure to dirt and different bacterias, then your immune system can react to that and get strong and tough. And so if you treat your kid appropriately, like... You
0: don't need to lay a six weeks old in the grass, but you know, when they're, when they're crawling and when they're wanting to explore and if it's nice outside, like Oakley lights up when we go outside like the girl would live outside if we would let her she loves she it she loves it
1: grass she'll find bugs we watch her closely she's going to eat something she shouldn't loves
0: touching frogs i mean she just does all the things she it's really it. cool
1: and she's got a great immune system
0: she does so how, I think, how
1: long since since she's been crawling how often has she gotten sick
0: maybe once
1: maybe once from the daycare germs. that's
0: but that's good. We encourage that because but that means about, she's building. think about that.
1: Most babies are sick all the time.
0: Right. So let them explore. Let them be kids. Don't let them choke on anything.
1: And that's all because what we were saying is then traveling isn't such an issue. Yeah. When we get back from a trip, our baby isn't sick. Right. You know, with a cold that she picked up.
0: Um. Let's see. Is having your own child different than what you thought it would be
1: I didn't know what to expect as a dad because I didn't even grow up with babies around me so it's not like I had an older brother or anything that had kids that I can go like hold or be a part of so I had no experience I didn't know what to expect
0: um I did grow up with my two youngest sisters are significantly younger than me but I think it's just so different when they're your own you know my sister had kids at a young age and even then like it's just so different when they're your own baby so I do I don't know do you think it's easier or harder than what you thought it was gonna be
1: oh way 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 harder but mm. I enjoy every second of it I didn't think I would enjoy it this much yeah like I love every second of it yeah I didn't realize how the the trials and tribulations that 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 come in your life having a baby but I wouldn't change it for a world do you hear this if you're not a parent and you're listening to this it's un it's you can't even describe the level of love you have for your baby. Right. And so I love every second of it, but it's way harder than yeah. it, than I thought it would be. Yeah. But there's I love just, it. There's it's, just
0: a lot of planning. And like when we go on trips, it's not just our stuff anymore. It's our stuff. And I have to call the hotel for the pack and plane. I need to pack all the baby stuff and all the formula and the bottles. And there's just a lot more planning and organizing that goes into it. But it's a routine now for us. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself if she wasn't here.
1: Like, I wonder what we did with our free time. Yeah. You know, when you really think about it, we so worked.
0: I think okay. this is a question for you. Any body insecurities post baby?
1: Oh, for me? <laughs> I was like, um, well, I did gain a ton of weight, you know, while you were pregnant, but then I got freaking jacked by the time you gave birth. That was yeah. kind of a goal.
0: Um, Body insecurities. I don't really think so. For me, like, I think it was a really fun challenge to lose weight the baby weight obviously your body changes after having a baby i'm the same weight now as i was when i got pregnant but my body composition is totally different and i think for the better you got bigger hips yeah like i love how my body looks now my skin on my stomach is of course looser it should be i grew a child in there but i,
1: I didn't think so i thought you had a pretty great retention
0: it's a little skin. it's a little squishy Oh, well, more squishy. I didn't
1: notice as, as a husband. Yeah, but my hips
0: definitely got wider and they didn't go back, which is awesome. Um,
1: yeah, your hip to waist ratio is definitely yeah. more defined.
0: And I would say, I will say that it's, it's harder to lose weight now. I'm sure it's because of hormones and obviously I have less time that I can dedicate to cardio and meal prep. But I, I truly don't think that I had body insecurities after the baby.
1: Well, so also keep in mind Sarah was an absolute rock star with with during her pregnancy. She walked five miles every day no matter what. Yes. So it made losing weight much easier because she was so active. So if you're about to be a mom or you are pregnant, work hard while you're
0: pregnant. If you can. Um let's see. Sorry, there's a lot of duplicate questions. Oh, I'm way back at the top. So this will be our last one let me just refresh real quick um oh this is a good one this is a good one to end on okay what's your favorite memory of oakley no of jerry
1: of our cat jerry yeah oh, okay yes oh. of oakley you go
0: first my favorite?
1: It's too, There's so many favorites. There's so
0: many favorites.
1: I mean, watching her eat a lemon for the first time was so awesome. Watching <laughs> her stand up for the first time, and you didn't believe me. Hearing her say dad dad in Hawaii, and you said it didn't count. I mean, there's all these- You
0: also told me today that her taking her first step didn't count because she didn't go anywhere. Well, Just because you didn't see it.
1: That's dancing. That's not stepping. Yeah. If she raises a knee up and puts it down, then that's dancing. Yeah. Not walking. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Favorite. I'm memory. just
1: jealous. I didn't see it, so it doesn't count.
0: Yeah, she did a high knee. She didn't take a step. That's right. Favorite memory. I don't. I don't think I have. I mean, honestly, like every day she does something different, and I'm just like, you are the cutest thing in the whole world. The lemon was pretty epic. That was funny. The lemon was epic.
1: I. I I'm with you. It's like, every moment with her is so special. Like all of her firsts are yeah. just so cool.
0: I think when like when she interacts with Arrow, that's really cute and just the love she has for animals. I those are my like most heartwarming things. Like she loves animals Like when the camel so ate much. her arm. Yes. <laughs> when the camel ate her arm or just her like she just lights up when we see a cat or even like fish. She loves fish. Like the aquariums that we go to, oh my gosh. Obsessed. She's so cute.
1: See, that's what's so cool. It's just like Every memory is so special. Like, Mm -hmm. how do we summarize it down to our top three?
0: No, it was just top. Favorite.
1: Honestly, one of my favorites was her and the deer blind because we were just all in camouflage. She had her little camouflage onesie. And she's screaming and making a ruckus. And there's no way we're going to see a turkey. And I didn't care one bit. It was awesome just having her there. It was so cute. It was just so funny. So. So many amazing memories. Great question. Um, Can you give, like, your top three? Me? yeah probably not either i'm sorry every
0: every day is a favorite memory it's and you guys get to watch her grow up which i think is really cool like if you follow us on social media like so many people message me like oh do you remember when she did that and i'm like that's actually like crazy that she can bring so much happiness and joy to so many people during such dark times in this world she's she's an she's an angel
1: yeah let's plug our social platforms
0: my instagram is sarah underscore bomar
1: and mine's Josh Bomer. That's where all the baby pictures go.
0: You haven't posted one baby picture. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely on Sarah's page. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. And thank you if you submitted a question. We really appreciate it. Make sure to give our little podcast a thumbs up, five star, Little write us a little review. That would be awesome. Thanks, guys.